The views and opinions expressed today on Black Focus Radio are not the views and opinions of the station, its management, or its advertisers. Now, let's get ready to focus on our issues, our solutions, using our voices on Black Focus Radio. Welcome to Black Focus, the show designed with our community in mind, where we focus on our issues, developing our solutions, using our voices. Central Arkansas, surrounding areas, and the nation. Get ready. Black Focus starts right now. Phone lines open at 855-525-5683. So here's your host, David W. Coleman and Robert Webb. What's happening? Welcome to Black Focus Radio. I'm sorry about that. Excuse me. I am here. I was actually eating a peanut patty um, on the way here. And, you know, a lot of you all may not be aware. Remember the Pico Pico logs? What do they call them? The Pico bricks back in the day where they had coconut and they were like a taffy, a hard taffy with... uh, uh, peanuts and pecans in it. They don't make those anymore, but they do make peanut patties, and I've always loved those little red peanut patties with the candy. And so I was eating one on the way here, and you know when you eat one of those things, the uh, residue from the peanuts. I mean, you know how you it is when you eat peanuts. I mean, you get all that peanut um, stuff in your mouth. So I was trying to. <laughs> I was trying to hurry up and get it out before the music stopped and I was washing my mouth out and everything and finally made it. But anyway, hey, welcome to the show. It's Black Focus Radio. I know you probably want to hear that. Uh, Our issues, our solutions, our voices. We're on every day, noon to 2 p.m. right here on joinetradio.com. Go out to the website and download that app. That way you can carry me everywhere you go, you know, especially when me and Robert are doing our thing. So, uh, uh, or when the weather's bad. You know, the internet is usually up. You know what I'm saying? So when your radio is down and your TV is down, the internet's usually up. Hey, go out and download that app, okay? Also, if you miss any part of the show, uh, somewhere during the afternoon, we upload the show to the podcast. Uh, it's just the repeat of our show. You can go out and check it out. Just go out and download it on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, just uh, review and subscribe if you don't mind. Really would appreciate it. Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And while we're live, you can go to the website and listen live. That's rib. That's I was giving you my other website. I was uh, that's joinetradio.com. Just go to the website. You can listen live, uh, or you can uh, listen Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. We are currently streaming those three applications this week. Uh, we'll add uh, Twitter usually on Saturday for the weekly sports magazine, okay? So that's what I want to remind you that we do have Essie Ward coming on Friday. Looking forward to talking to her. She's a, 
uh, local fashion maven. I guess I could say that. And uh, uh, she's going to get you hip. And I want you all to really pay attention to this. If you've got a young person, and it really doesn't even be young, have to be young. If you think you've got someone who's photogenic and uh, you, you, they got that it, that it power, this is a lady that you may want to listen to. She helps people get in, get movie scripts. She helps you get uh, ad spots, a lot of different things. Then even you, you might even have the potential for being a model, okay? So um, I don't know. You might want to check her out. She'll be on Friday with us at 1 o'clock. I think you'll enjoy her. You know, that's part of our, our um, what do we call it, our light and frothy Saturday afternoon. You know what I'm saying? It's light and frothy. All right. Yeah, that's that's some sappy stuff that Robert came up with. But that's okay. Ain't mad at him. You know, the world could be burning around us, and we're we're doing light and frothy stuff. But, you know, you know ain't, ain't no big deal. You know what I'm saying? Ain't, ain't. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and do this. Let's do Black Facts. Dynamic black facts, our culture, our history, our people. All right, we're getting ready to do some black facts. Now, what I would advise you to do, okay, what I would advise you to do that one of the black facts, and you know, I'm probably going to end up playing this one day, but one of the black facts that I want you to go out to my wall and check out, uh, it's called Life Aboard a Slave Ship, Okay. Y'all do that. Now, let me just, and by the way, this is, has 6.1 million subscribers. This is the History Channel. Has a lot of great stuff on there, uh, particularly about African Americans and the slave trade. But from approximately 1525 to 1866, 12.5 million Africans were forcibly transported across the Middle Passage to serve as slaves in the new world. Life aboard slave ships was agonizing and dangerous. Nearly two million slaves would perish on their journey across the Atlantic. Now, by the way, those two million slaves, they are at the bottom of the Atlantic. They you know, there are stories that you can read that talks about how sharks would follow the ships because they knew at some point that human cargo would be thrown overboard 
and they would get basically a free meal. Yeah. Go check that out. I dare you. I, I, I dare anyone who says that our ancestors and their descendants don't deserve reparations. At this point, it's not a matter of if, it's when. And even though I may not be here, it's still when. That's just the bottom line. So let's talk a little bit about, we've talked a little bit about Haiti and why it's in the predicament that it's in. I'm going to read you a little bit of this from, uh, it's called a website called Pocket Worthy. When France extorted Haiti, the greatest heist in history. In the 19th century, the thinking went that former enslavers of Haitian people needed to be compensated rather than the other way around. In the wake of George Floyd's killing, there have been calls for defunding police departments and demands for the removal of statues. The issue of reparations for slavery has also resurfaced. Much of the reparations debate has revolved around whether the United States and the United Kingdom should finally compensate some of their citizens for the economic and social cost of slavery that still linger today. But to me, there's never been a more clear-cut case for reparations than that of Haiti. You see, I'm a specialist on colonism and slavery, and what France did to the Haitian people after the Haitian Revolution is a particularly notorious example of colonial theft. France instituted slavery on the island in the 17th century, but in the late 18th century, the enslaved population rebelled and eventually declared independence. Yet somehow, in the 19th century, the thinking went that the former enslavers of the Haitian people needed to be compensated rather than the other way around. Just as the legacy of slavery in the United States has created a gross economic disparity between black and white Americans, the tax on its freedom that France forced, to pay, forced Haiti to pay, referred to as an indemnity at the time, severely damaged the newly independent country's ability to prosper. Haiti officially declared its independence from France in 1804. In 1806, the country was split into was Alexander, Alexander uh, Pétion ruling in the south and Henri Christophe ruling in the north. Despite the fact that both Haiti's rulers were veteran of the Haitian Revolution, the French had never quite given up on reconquering the former colony. In 1814, King Louis the, the Eighteenth, who had helped overthrow Napoleon earlier that year, sent three commissioners to Haiti to assess the willingness of the country's rulers to surrender. Christophe, having made himself a king in 1811, remained obstinate in the face of France's exposed plan to bring back slavery. 
threatening war, the most prominent member of Christoph's cabinet, Baron Devosti, insisted our independence will be guaranteed by the tips of our bayonet. In contrast, Patian, a ruler of the South, was willing to negotiate, hoping that the country might be able to pay France for recognition of its independence in 1803. Napoleon sold Louisiana to the United States for 15 million francs. Using this number as a compass, Pétion proposed paying the same amount, unwilling to compromise with those he viewed as runaway slaves. Louis XVIII rejected the offer. Pétion died suddenly in 1818, and Jean-Pierre Boyer, his successor, kept up the negotiations. Talks, however, continued to stall due to Christophe's stubborn opposition. If indemnification of the ex-colonists, Christophe's government stated, was inadmissible. Once Christophe died in 1820, Boyer was able to reunify both sides of the country. However, with the obstacle of Christophe gone, Boyer repeatedly failed to successfully negotiate France's re-recognition of independence. Determined to gain at least something over the island, which would have made Haiti a protectorate of France, Louis XVIII's successor, Charles X, rebuked the two commissioners Boyer sent to Paris in 1824 to try and negotiate an indemnity in exchange for recognition. On April 17, 1825, French king suddenly changed his mind. He issued a decree stating France would recognize Haitian independence, but only at the price of 150 million francs, or 10 times the amount the U.S. had paid for Louisiana, for the Louisiana Territory. The sum was meant to compensate the French colonists who, for their lost, lost revenues, their lost revenues from slavery. The Baron, who Charles the Tenth sent to deliver the ordinance, arrived in Haiti in July, accompanied by a squadron of fourteen brigs of war carrying more than five hundred cannons. Rejection of the ordinance also certainly meant war. This was no diplomacy; it was extortion. With the threat of violence looming on July 11, 1825, Boyer signed the fatal document which stated the present inhabitants of the French, part of the Saint-Dominique, will shall pay in five equal installments the sum of 150 million francs destined to indemnify the former columnist. Newspaper articles from the period reveal that the French king knew the Haitian government was hardly capable of making these payments as the total was more than 10 times Haiti's annual budget. The rest of the world seemed to agree that the amount was absurd. One British journalist noted that the enormous price constituted a sum which few states in Europe could bear to sacrifice. Forced to borrow 30 million francs from French banks to make the first two payments, it was hardly a surprise that, uh, to anyone that Haiti defaulted soon after. Still, the new French king, king set, sent another exposition in 1838 with 12 warships to force the Haitian president's hand. 
1838 revision and accurately labeled the Treaty Diamity or the Treaty of Friendship reduced the outstanding amount owed to 60 million francs. But the Haitian government was once again ordered to take out crushing loans to pay the balance. Although the columnists claimed that the indemnity would only cover one-twelfth of the value of the lost properties, including the people who claimed as their slaves, the total amount of 90 million francs was actually five times France's annual budget. The Haitian people suffered the brute, the brunt of the consequences of France's theft. Boyle levered Jacronian taxes in order to pay back the loans, and while Christophe had been busy developing a national school system during his reign under Boyle and all subsequent presidents, such projects had to be put on hold. Moreover, researchers found that the independence debt and the resulting drain of the Haitian treasury were directly responsible not only for the underfunding of education in the 20th century, Haiti, but also lack of health care and the country's inability to develop a public infrastructure. Contemporary assets furthermore reveal that with the interest of all loans which were not completely paid off until 1947, Haitians ended up paying more than twice the value of the columnist claims. Recognizing the gravity of this scandal, French economist Thomas Piketty acknowledged that France should repay at least $28 billion to Haiti in restitution. Wow. There you go. And that's our black fact for today. Listening to Black Focus Radio. For more dynamic black facts, our culture, our history, our people, on joinetradio.com. And if you would like to sponsor dynamic black facts, you can call me up at 615-554-0568. There's a little more to this article, by the way. Former French presidents from Jacques Chirac to Nicolas Sarkozy to Francois Hollande have a history of punishing skirting and downplaying Haitian demand for recompense. In May 2015, when the French president Francois Hollande became only France's second head of state to visit Haiti, he admitted that the country needed to settle the debt. Later, realizing he had unwittingly provided fuel for the legal claims already provided by an attorney on behalf of the Haitian people, former Haitian President Jean-Bertrand Aristide had demanded formal recompense in 2002. Holland clarified that he meant France's debt was merely, merely moral. So here's what he said. Yeah, we owe you the money. And then he went back to France and he said, oh, see, see what I really was saying you know, what, what What happened was, no, you owe them the money. You've been stealing money from, this is part of why Haiti, Haiti is the way it is today. France also did this in parts of Africa as well. The debts that, pit, that other countries are paying France when France should be paying those countries for the atrocities that they committed upon those countries is ridiculous. This is the okie doke game that, 
white people have been running on African countries and black people for decades. And that's my black fact of the day. Hey, Robert. You okay, dog? I'm just doing my black fact. People always see it. It, it irritates me when people make fun of Haitian people. Or the country, of the, of the Haitian, the Haitian country. Period. Oh, exactly, right? because you don't understand why that country is in the predicament that it's. I in. think they need more context today because I don't think they understand that Haiti was the only country that ever fought the states. Right. Exactly. They fought the states for their freedom. Well, they fought France. Well, France. But still, yes. they, saw, they fought the states because at that time, they were all interconnected, right? So when you, when you start talking about, I think it was really interesting during Clinton's term. Um, I'm trying to think of what happened in Haiti. But well, we they, were kind of hands off. The United States the was kind of hang, hands they, off, they had, you know? They had the, the hurricane. Yeah, we were kind of hands off. We just kind of, you know, took a step back. Well, the Red Cross was there. Like I said, we kind of took a step back. And a lot of the Haitian people and Haitian kids got 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 uh, raped by Red Cross members allegedly. Again, we just took a step back, and what's what's what, what, what allegedly troubles the me. Clinton was supposed to put a lot of money into Haiti after that, hurricane. but it never happened. Uh, well, they don't know where the money went. There was and billions of dollars that we, was spent. That's yeah, that's the word. But that, again, that's my point about when you fight back. What happens usually? is usually when you fight back, you gain respect, right? However, Haiti, for whatever reason, fought back. They have our, they have the respect of America, but we don't shell out money to, to, to these countries like we shell out to everybody else. Well, it, it's not that just that. To be totally honest, honest, the responsibility of Haiti is not America. The responsibility of Haiti is France. That's what that article is saying. Right. France. Right. France. What? France. At after the revolution, uh, the revolution, France was ran out of Haiti. The United States had no had no interest in Haiti at all. This happened back in 1807. United States wasn't dealing with Haiti, but France was still participating in the slave trade at the time. And they are the ones that demanded Haiti to pay this exorbitant amount to be free, $150 billion, which was 10 times the amount that they had paid for the Louisiana, they had gotten for the Louisiana Purchase from the United States, knowing that, knowing that Haiti couldn't pay it. But I'm saying this is a, uh, evidence. France did the very same thing in the French Guianas. This is a history of France who... As this article stated, <coughs> excuse me, owes Haiti $26 billion. It's time to pay up. That's just the bottom line on it. And Haiti should have never had to pay. And here's the irony behind it. Oh, you want your freedom? You don't want to be a slave no more? Well, pay us. That's exactly what the French did. So all of that money was supposedly going to people who had owned slaves in Haiti and had lost slaves because of the revolution that took place in Haiti. You get this, right? It's similar no, to what they you. did with the, with the Freedman's Bureau. Same thing, yeah. You see what I'm saying? That it, 
the money that was designated for slaves, ex-slaves in America that was supposed to be distributed through the Freedman's Bureau was actually given to slave owners to compensate them, compensate them for, their for, loss. for their loss in human chattel. Slaves. So, I think was I think for me, when we had these conversations about about other, especially uh, especially black countries, it's always interesting that these countries are always rich in resources, but they're always poor. And those conversations we never have. I mean, I mean, it's the same thing in America. We're always rich with resources, but we're always poor. By that I mean. In Little Rock, we get over six hundred million dollars. If you gave the people in Little Rock the six hundred million dollars, they wouldn't be poor anymore. But you don't do that, and it's the same thing in Haiti. They have all these great resources, or Africa, or anywhere else, they have all these great resources. But what happens to them? Other people come in from outside, they make the profit from them, and these countries remain poor. But there's never a conversation around that. So, okay, Dave, I digress. Do your thing, player. All right, so I, that was just part of the black fact today, you know. It's um, uh, because you because I, I got a feeling we're going to fight today. Why would we fight? Because you seem like you already you already wound up. pretty We tight. never fight. You wound up pretty tight. You know, I'm I'm just saying I'm maybe because I'm getting old. I'm just I'm tired. I'm I'm not tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm tired. I got you. I got you. Know you know what I'm saying? I, I mean. I mean, the more I watch that video of what happened last Saturday at, with 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 the police and the Black Lives Matter people up here at the Capitol, I'm just tired, man. But I mean, you, you keep acting tired. like you're expecting something different from from what we're seeing. I'm just tired. And I'm gonna tell you something. I get more I get more discouraged every time I watch. Every time I hear somebody talk about unarmed black folks being shot by the police, I get more discouraged that we're not gonna make any progress. We're not gonna make any. I just read a thing that I just read an article that Black Lives Matter in Louisville, the uh, NFAC said, "Hey, we're going up to Louisville," and they said, "Hey, we don't we don't associate with them." Really? How you're not gonna associate with them? This is a group that's saying, "Hey, we're coming to protect y'all when y'all do y'all protests. We're gonna make sure don't nobody bother y'all." But y'all say, "No, we don't want that." Come on, man. That's smart. That's really smart. That's why I say. I hadn't seen that article. Yeah. But the fact that you just said that, I'm tired. I'm, I mean, it, 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 it is what it is. I mean, this is a group. This is an organized group of black folks mm-hmm. who are armed to the teeth. Yeah. And they're saying, hey. Legally armed. Legally armed. And they're saying, hey, we're going to come protect you guys from the police or whoever else. That's what we're going to do. Well, maybe they would rather have mothers uh, uh, holding arms and and fathers <laughs> out there with uh, with uh, weed blowers. Maybe you're laughing, but I'm serious. I, well, I don't you know. know I you, don't, you know where that comes yeah, from? Yeah, right? yeah. So in Portland, <sighs> yeah, in Portland, mothers came out and locked arms with the secret poli- against the secret police that is now in Portland. And I, I think last night, guy, the fathers came out. With weed blowers or wind blowers, you no. Know, what do they call them? Things that you blow weed. I mean, blow um, uh, the grass off. 
backpack blowers? Uh, whatever they call them. Yeah. They were all out with those. Backpack blowers, yeah. So they were blowing the tear gas away from the the protesters. But my point being, and I know y'all think I'm being sarcastic, but they would rather have that, the pack blowers, than men. And by the way, those people in Portland are white. So that, mm-hmm. was, that was so symbolic and great. It was. It was beautiful, right? But they would rather have that than have the, the brothers from Atlanta. You know, my thing is this. I think we need to form uh we need to form something like that here in Little Rock. Yeah, we need to get we need to get Jay Fitzgerald on the show. You know. Um, we definitely need to get him on the show. Um uh I've tried I don't have any access to him. He doesn't have a I'll look and see I didn't check and see if he had a Twitter account. But I'm gonna look into it because I wanna get him on. Okay. Uh because yeah, because we want to start our own Arkansas chapter. Well, we don't even. Well, theoretically, we don't need him to start start a. Well, we want to be a. Like we want to be a part of something like that, man. Yeah. We don't want to just create our own thing. Why not? Because we don't want to do that. Why? Because why would we do that? Why would we reinvent the wheel when the wheel's already rolling? Because I want to be the leader. <laughs> the reason black people fail, right there. I wanna. Well, I'm gonna lead my organization. Well, what's wrong with me being the leader? What's wrong with that? You can be the leader. You can just be okay. the leader in Arkansas. No, I want to be the leader, leader. No, you can't be a leader, leader. Well, no, that ain't something. fair. Well, no, sometimes you got to be an engine, Dave. No, you can't I, always I, be no, a chief. I, 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 I ain't gonna be no engine. <laughs> if I can't be the leader, I ain't gonna do it. I never tell you what John Walker told me. What man? I remember. By the way, we were, y'all, I'm being facetious. I hope y'all get that. I remember we were, I was at John Walker's office, and I can't remember now exactly what we were talking about, but um, I think I said something about. Black people never getting things, never getting things accomplished, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, Do you know why that is? I said, no. He said, I'm gonna tell you a funny story. He said, a group of folks, he said, a group of folks went to a white man and said, hey, we need to fix this, this, and this, and this, this, and this, and we need it done by Thursday. And the white man looked at him and said, well, I tell y'all what, I'll fix all those things, but y'all go back and pick a leader and come back. I said, okay, what happened? He said, they never went back. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's it. Everybody wants to be a leader. Nobody wants to be a chief. Everybody wants to lead, right? Therein lies your problem. Yeah. And I was doing that. I'm glad you. I mean, what, what kind of job you kind of picked up on that? I like. You're that. funny. You know, you're funny. You know, you're funny. Pretty soon we'll make a couple. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's the whole point of why I was doing that. Yeah. Because no, I, I totally agree. And, if you just simply look across this city as it relates to the storefront churches and the house churches and all of these churches where everybody's supposedly worshiping the same God and everybody worshiping them the way they think, so I got to go start my own. That's part of the problem. That's part of the problem. And because if you think about it, when the movement was solid, you know, and I was thinking about this last night. When the movement was solid, yeah, you had churches, but you had that one church or that those two or three pastors in that community that was willing to acquiesce, I suppose, to a broader voice, which right. in that case was Dr. King and his leadership. You didn't have the church in Little Rock Saying, I don't care what Dr. King say. 
I'm gonna do what I'm, I. Uh, who's Dr. King? Right. I, 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 I speak just as good as he speak. I mean, have you, did you hear my sermon on the mount? I, I'm just as good as Dr. King. I, you know, and, and as a matter of fact, I don't even know why they didn't invite me to the to, to the march on Washington. I could have did ten times better than all of them combined. That's the problem. And as I've looked, and people have said, "Well, what is wrong with? Where's the leadership?" Yeah, there actually isn't any. There's there's leadership in the in 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 some of these people's own minds, and that's it. Be, and you know why I'm saying that? Okay, it's because of this Kanye West thing. This Kanye West thing has really bothered me. Why is that? Because because to see that group of people, black people, that were there supporting him and cheering him on, and then last night I I just stumbled upon a thread. And I didn't respond because it just annoyed me. One of the things that Kanye West said was that Harriet Tubman didn't free any slaves. Mm-hmm. Okay. That she just took them to work for other white people. And last night on this thread, this guy was trying to make the argument, well, technically, she didn't free any slaves. Where where did they go after they were when they when when she went and rescued them, and you had people commenting on it as if, yeah, he right, he right. That type of stupidity. Those people cheering for Kanye, and as I said, when I first heard what he said, I was listening to about a forty second clip, and it was through the vid, through, the, through the phone of a young lady. And when he said that about Harriet Tubman, she said, okay, now we got to go, okay? Because she realized at that point that this has just gotten too absurd, too ridiculous. But the fact of the matter is that she, she, she picked up her, whomever her friends were, got in her car, and went down and was there. You get that, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what bothers me. That, that's what concerns me about black people, that we are so easily led by charlatans. You know, just because someone makes a lot of money does not mean that that person is intelligent enough to lead a people, lead a movement, lead a country. We see that playing out in real time right now in the White House. And, and here's the thing. This guy didn't make a lot of money. He's a charlatan. He's lied to you and told you that he's worth this, that, and the other. If he was worth, look, let me ask you something. We know how much money Jeff Bezos makes, right? I think I saw something last week that it said Jeff Bezos was making, had made like $17 billion in a week. When was the last time you heard how much money Donald Trump had made in a week? But my point being is that we are so quick to fall for these charlatans. That's why we as a country is in the predicament that we're in. And that's why we as a people are in the predicament that we're in. How could you even go to, I mean, when Kanye West said, I'm going to run for president. What clicked in your minds that said, that's my guy. That's what we need right there in the black community. Kanye. 
That's, that, that's, that's who we need. <laughs> Where you been, Kanye? We needed you, man. We been, man, we've been waiting on you. Yeah, he better than everybody that's that's in the race. Come on, man. What is wrong with y'all? I'm not even chastising Kanye. But, but, because it's but pretty hold on clear now. y'all, he crazy. But hold on. What, but what's wrong with y'all? But hold on. What? Notice I didn't say you no, are. Hold I on. said y'all. No, but why are you so... You, we already know. You mean... Kanye, I said y'all. Kanye West. What's <laughs> wrong with y'all? Kanye West has been saying... With y'all. Kanye West has been saying nonsense for a very long time. And I'm, I'm kind of confused. On why you're so upset with Kanye when this is uh, not? No, I'm not upset with Kanye or anybody anybody who follows him. I'm upset with people that would pick up they 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 friends and their family and go to a quote unquote political event for Kanye West running for president. That's the problem. What is he running as? That's see my point. See, see you. How many people Rob, showed up, though? Robert, you're thinking logically. How many people showed up, Rob, though? Stop. I, 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 could, I couldn't tell from the video. But see, you're thinking logically. No, but I mean, because what? Kanye says, I'm running for president, right? Well, if you know anything about American politics, what do you have? Now, there have been independents who have ran in the past. Okay. There have been a lot of there are a lot of people who run as and, the, and they, exactly. run, they run in but, other parties, yeah. But they will not win. You have to be a Democrat or Republican. Well, that's because we keep saying that. But let's well, beca- because we, I'm not voting for a Democrat or a Republican this year, and only way I vote for a Democrat, only way I vote for Joe Biden is if Stacey Abrams is his VP. Did I say that did I say that already? She's probably not gonna be his VP. Well, he won't be getting my vote. I'm gonna tell you the best person who? the more that I've looked at it more and more. Who? Susan Rice. I'm going to tell you, dude. She knows foreign policy. Okay. She she can So do you. What's your point? Now, I would argue that Susan might know a little bit more than me. Oh, because she serves as secretary? Exactly. Okay. Okay. I would argue that. And here's the other thing. That your advice. See, I'm going to be honest. And I know people are not talking about this. But what if Joe Biden wins? What if. I'm just going to go there. You need to have a vice president right now who can prosecute the case for the American people in the campaign, which she will be able to do. She will be able to debunk any of those lies that the Trump administration has been putting forward about about the Obama administration uh, spying and, and have you did any research on Susan Rice? Let, can I finish my okay. point, sir? Because I okay. know you you, okay. you you loving you some stakes right now. I'm just throwing this out there, okay? The other thing is more important to me that no one is talking about, and I know you all are going to think I'm being morbid about this, but I'm not so thrilled about either Trump or Biden lasting uh, four more years. You understand this, right? Mm-hmm. You get my point? Mm-hmm. So you're going to need someone as the vice president, if in fact the Democratic ticket wins, that's, that can continue or pick up the mantle and run. And I think, and that's going to be important. Now, can Stacey Abrams do it? Possibly. I'm not suggesting that she can't. But I know that Susan Rice uh, has been involved in local, national, and international matters. And right now, we're going to need someone to prosecute that case internationally once Trump is out of office. That's 
that's that's just my personal thing. She could do that not being vice president. You know, well, we don't need we don't need I, we don't I need agree. her for that. I agree. We don't need her you for see, that. You just like Stacy. It's not that I just like Stacy. Okay, so make the point about Stacy. I think well, the she's, one thing she's is she's never held, held a national office. Neither has uh, your girl Susan Rice. She's never she's never served in a national uh, administration. I mean, Susan. So Rice, what? Did that mean what? Does that I, disqualify her? I didn't say it disqualified. She's been gonna, she's been the major, she's been the minority whip. At of the where? Georgia of the Georgia House. Oh, wow. Susan Wright. <laughs> you are sick. Susan Wright hadn't done that. Susan Wright hasn't been she hasn't been uh on the policy end of politics ever. She has. That's what part of her international pedigree. She's not setting policy. She's certainly debating it and advising on it. Debate and advising is not setting, Dave. Setting the policy. You know what? You know what? You know what we're doing right now? What? What are we doing? I gotta get your term. Man. I gotta use your term right now. Uh, what is that? Uh, proof of speculation? Yeah. Is that proof of speculation? There you, <laughs> there you go. Susan Rice. Now listen, I like Susan Rice. Don't get me wrong. I like her, mm-hmm. but I think we need a Stacey Abrams. I really think we do. Why? Well, because Stacey Stacey is working for the common man. She's out here working to make sure people can vote. Stacey's been very positive in bringing people into the fold, into participating in, in voting. And feeling that they 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 deserve to vote, um, and not only that, man, she's just a good Southern sister who I think would make a great vice president. Just because if you look at her, she just looked like a good woman. She just looked like a good woman to carry us forward. Now I, you know what, I am really embarrassed at myself right now. You should be. I really am. I'm doing what everybody else do. You're exactly aren't I? Yes, you dang. are. Dang, mm-hmm. I don't give a damn. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Stacey Abrams, it is no. Honestly, I believe Stacey Abrams would be a great candidate. She ran a great race for, for governor of Georgia. Um, I guess I need to. I guess I need to give you all her accomplishments before you before you buy in, right? No, I mean because you're not a fan. I don't know why you're no, not a fan. No, it's Stacey. not that I'm not a fan. Stacey, I mean, if you're listening, Dave's not a fan. I, I mean, so I, don't invite Dave to the White House when you're look, there. Don't invite Dave, Stacey. Voted, Stacey, don't invite Dave. I voted for her for governor of Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm a huge fan. You are sick. Okay. I voted for her for governor. Uh, so I'm a huge fan, but I'm just saying. Hey, Trey Sand ain't gonna come on the show no more because you dissing a friend. Oh, I hope so, you know I'm that. I'm sorry, Trey Sand. I, I mean, I like her, but, the show no more. But I'm just saying, as we, I think she would make a good vice president, but I think Susan Rice would make a better vice president. So you want to know why I'm not going to vote for her? Well, I don't like Susan Rice. I'm going to give you just one okay, reason. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to read this little quick clip mm-hmm. to you. <laughs> Rice championed human rights and anti-poverty agenda, elevated climate change and LGBT and women's rights as global priorities, and committed the U.S. to agreements, such as the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty, Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities, and the UN's Millennial Developmental Goals. Yeah, she won't be getting my she won't be getting my support. Huh? Yeah. L- Those are good G- things. B- T. L- G- B- T. So what's wrong LGBT. with LGBT? Black folk getting their Don't ass kicked. Me. Black folk getting their ass kicked all over the country. And she that's what she that's what she working on? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. You want her there. Because she's gonna sell out. She's not already sold out. You you already know she bought and paid for. Her. That's why you want her. But go ahead. Take your girl. That's your girl. You take your girl. 
Take your girl. She's also she's also a Brookings Institute fellow. Yeah, take your girl. Yeah. Foreign policy advisor to Michael Dukakis, John Kerry, and Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. She was the ambassador to the United Nations. Okay. Okay. But she, she, she decided to fight for LBGT stuff, right? Yeah. Is that all you we should hook her up. Is that all you got? Yeah, because if you ain't fight for black folk, I'm done with you. Oh, you want me to find something else? No, no. It's not I'm, like I can't. Because I'm sitting here laughing at you. Don't make me go Republican on I, you. I, you know what she did in Benghazi. <laughs> <laughs> You know I'm, how she screwed up I'm, in Benghazi. I'm laughing at you because I'm juxtaposing <laughs> the House. I mean, what was the head of the Georgia House? Uh, Stacey Abrams. Oh, you forget her name now? As a poll. No, I'm talking about the accomplishments. She was head of the Georgia House as opposed to all those accomplishments that you just railed off. What accomplishments? She worked for she she got gay people rights? Okay, hold on. Let me give you let me give you some Stacey stuff. Cause that is yeah. he just Stacy and her middle name Yvonne, dude. What else is that? I, we stop. We done now. We, we got a Keisha in Atlanta. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Susan, Susan's middle name probably Elizabeth or something. Well, see, if her middle name was Glastine, I'd be down with her. Hold on, let's see Georgia Assembly. Uh oh, uh oh. Let's look at her political career. Uh oh. Let's talk about let's talk about Stacey Abrams. Mm-hmm. You want to throw Val Demings in there, by the way? Hell no. Nah. I ain't even having a conversation about her. <laughs> so why you hate Val? She a sister? You already know. I ain't got to tell you. <laughs> why you hating on Val, man? You she already know. She, and she Val Demings. She a sister. No, I don't. she look like I a don't, sister. No. She talk like a sister. No, she, she don't. Got, she got that no, she sister don't. edge no, she don't. on her voice. No, she don't. Now, I'm telling y'all. No, she don't. You know, so, Val Demings. Uh-oh. Under Val Demings. Here we go. Yeah, you know it's the truth, man. Under Val Demings, abuse in the police department she was working in increased under her. What did she do? Did she work in the police department? She was the police chief. No. Yeah. Not Val. That's your girl. Not Val. That's your girl. Not the Val I know. That's your girl. So if you want to vote for her, feel free to vote for her. You don't think Val? Really? That's your girl. You can vote for her if you want to. I ain't got no love for her. If he put her on the ticket, I'm done. If he put anybody who was a police chief or prosecuting attorney... I'm done. I'm done with them. I'm not voting for them. I don't give them what color they are. So Kamala's out too. Huh? Kamala was never in. Well, I, I didn't even. I can't believe she had the nerve to run for president. Anytime you say that you don't think you should uh, repeal or or I can't remember what, what I'm trying to say, but whenever you say you're not going to do, you're not going to free black folks who've been convicted of marijuana convictions when it's legal in your state, dude. I'm uh, yeah. Skip me with her. Don't don't ever mention her on the show again. If you want to mention her, say that chick from California. Well, I, I can't say that because I know a lot of chicks from California. Well, just say that chick. I know you're talking about. All right. So so you're back to uh, Stacey? Yeah, hold on. I'm going I'm to get my info together. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to do some other stories if that's okay with you. Is that? By the way, we talked the other day about the young girl. Who was 15, who was sent to jail because she wasn't doing a homework. Pardon me one second. I just got to, I just got to see, I just got to read some. Oh my God. Okay. Um, according to Time Magazine, Time Magazine is a reliable source. Abrams can credibly boast of having single handedly stopped 
the largest tax increase in Georgia history. In 2011, in 2011, Abrams argued that a Republican proposal to cut income taxes while increasing the tax on cable service would lead to a net increase in taxes paid by most people. She performed an analysis of the bill that showed that 82% of Georgians would see net tax increases and left a copy of the analysis on the desk of every House legislator. The bill subsequently failed. Abrams also worked with Abrams also worked with Deal on criminal justice reform that reduced prison costs without increasing crime and with Republicans on the state's biggest ever public transportation funding package. Wow! Oh, you trying to you trying to nod off, dude? You wrong uh, for that. Uh, 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 what did uh, your did your uh, girl you, do any you, of that? Did your girl uh, do any of that? Now she's yeah, a this she did this uh, as a legislator. Wow! She's smart. I'm not she's smart. She's smart. She she got she's got some accomplishments here. Uh, I bet I, I bet if I looked, I could find tons of stuff by Stacy. Uh, you didn't have to look too far. To I didn't even have to look too far to find that. You didn't have to look too far to find tons of stuff about uh, the other. Lady. But yeah, she worked for LBGT people. What you want me to say? Is that all you got? <laughs> what else you want me to say? Why are you dogging a sister out like I'm that? I'm not dogging her out. I think she's a wonderful sister. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. if she's on the ticket, I'm not voting for Biden. That's all I'm saying. Well, you, that way you're giving your vote to Donald Trump. Yeah, whatever. So, What's going to change if I <laughs> Tell me how my life going to change voting. I, I tell me how my life going to change if I don't vote for uh, mm-hmm. Joe Biden. Tell me how my life going to change. So you might as well. My life is the same regardless of, who, regardless of DRR well, in the, in the, in the White House. vote for Kanye. You know what? I'll write him in. There you go. All right, here we go. I'm going to get there the same go. damn result. Ain't going to yeah. be no different. All right. Sad. I don't know. We've lost him. We've lost him. Lost but, who? Um, all right. Well, I guess if you want to vote for Stacey Abrams, you can. But anyway, let's quickly do this. Story. Only, only, only way I'm going to vote. Okay. What if he like promises to put Stacy on his ticket to be like the uh, education secretary? Would that work? Nope. She gotta be vice president. She gotta be VP. It's, it's kind of like I gotta be the leader. I ain't gonna play. God. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, we just come full circle. All right. A 50-year-old girl who has been incarcerated in Michigan since mid-May, after she failed to do her online schoolwork, won't be returning home a judge decided this past Monday. In a case that has stoked outrage uh, that it is emblematic of systematic racism and the criminalization of black children. How much money have they put in her legal defense fund? Uh, that's not in this article, so I can't answer that. Ah, uh, yeah, that okay. makes sense. Uh, well, it's not, it's not a matter of her legal defense fund. She's a juvenile. So juvenile judges, they have jurisdiction on, over these children. So you can, you can fight and do all you want. But until that judge capitulates, she's going to be there for a while. Okay? Okay. Uh, Oakland County Judge Mary Ellen Brennan determined that the girl has been uh, benefiting from a residential treatment program at a juvenile detention center, but is not yet ready to be with her mother. All right? Now, when you first saw this story, it you, you did become outraged, but... And we don't know everything that's going on in here, but 
there are some interesting things that are happening here. Uh, during a three-hour proceeding, Brennan told Grace, the young lady whose name they're using, uh, that uh, it was in her best interest to stay in the program after all of the progress she was making. Uh, give yourself a chance to follow through and finish something, Brennan said. The right thing is for you and your mom to be separated for right now. Now, when I read that part, I said, hmm, what's going on that we don't know about? So what was it? Well, that's the question. Because we're quick to jump to conclusions. Right. But let me just finish the story okay. here. Grace, however, told the judge that she wanted to go home. I miss my mom, and I can control myself. I can be obedient. Okay. That's two parts of that story that made me say, hmm, okay. After hearing an attorney for the family uh, confirm that Grace had been making strides, but the fight for her release is ongoing, he was unavailable for comment. Uh, this past school year, Grace was a sophomore at Groves High School in Birmingham Public Schools, 79% white, according to the district data. Over the past few days, parents and students in Detroit have protested. At the Monday hearing, Brennan stressed that police had responded to incidents between the mother and the daughter three times, and that Grace's detainment came out of violating probation related to charges of assault and theft from the last year. So I'm going to stop right there. Grace may need to be where she is because apparently there was something going on. I can't believe you said that. Okay. No black child should be locked up for not doing our homework. See, you're missing the big, that's not why she's locked so up. Why, so she's locked up to protect her from her mother. She's locked up. Let me just read this again. Yeah, read it again. Okay. I need you to read it with an open mind. At Monday's hearing, Brennan stressed that police had responded to incidents between the mother and the daughter at least three times. Between the mother and the daughter. Okay. Okay. And that Grace's detainment came out of violating probation related to charges of assault and theft the last year. Go ahead, Robert. So why do you think she needs to be locked up? Because apparently the environment that she was in was not conducive. We making it we make that assumption. I'm only Have, going, I'm, Do we know anything about our do we know anything about our past history? Do we know anything about her history? It, no, we don't do we. No, but we here don't. we are making an assumption no, that, that this poor making, black child should be locked up. No. Dave, do you even like black people? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I don't even know what to God. say to you right now. Um, I, I'm simply saying that there's more to this story than we know. More and, than a story that meets the eyes, what and, you're saying. And if, if the police has been called out three times at least between confrontations between the mother and the daughter, something ain't right there, Robert. You see what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Something is not right. And the child has also related charges of assault and theft. So... 
in an area like Detroit where it sounds as though if we are to believe this story that the young lady is not on a very good path maybe she needs to be where she is for now I totally disagree with any black child being locked up period I think this is what this is what disappoints me when we talk about white kids we talk about therapy because this kid, this little, this young lady needs therapy. I would if agree. She, she she's angry she, about something. We don't know that she's not getting. Being it. in jail, she ain't getting no damn therapy. She's in jail, Dave. If you want to give her, if you want, if you want to help her, then put her somewhere where she can get therapy. Put her somewhere where she can have access to counselors and mentors and that kind of thing. I, I'm just, I don't care what anybody says. I do not ever agree with black children being locked up in any in any facility whatsoever. Point blank and period. Because only thing you get when you lock someone up is if they're not an animal before you lock them up, they will definitely be one when you unlock them. I mean, think about it, Dave. We have been locked up in the houses, and some of us, to some degree, are going crazy almost. Just imagine that these people are locked up and they can't leave until somebody allows them to. It's not bothering me at all. So maybe you should go to prison for a little while then. Uh, no. I didn't think so. I'm just saying. There's more to this than meets the eye. So, so they, so um, we just got a text. If she was part of a residential treatment program, then she had access to counseling. But again, we don't know that because the judge locked her up. I don't, I don't agree with black the black kids being locked up. Period. Point blank. As I said before, I just don't agree with it. Ever, never, ever. I'm simply bringing the story up because I think we've jumped to conclusions about this story. The initial, see, the headline is bad. The headline of this story says, uh, well, and this, this is not the initial story, but the initial stories that I saw was judge locks up 15-year-old for not doing homework. No, it's more to that. This story, this story that I just read clearly says the young lady had violated some of the other things as it relates to other charges. We gotta be careful with that. That's all I'm saying. Back in a moment. The Law Offices of James F. Swindoll provides our clients the personal care and attention that larger law firms cannot offer. Our experienced attorneys have brought hundreds of cases to verdict in state and federal court and recovered millions for our clients. If you or a loved one have been injured or have property wrongfully damaged, we may be able to help. Do not hesitate to contact our firm anytime for a free attorney consultation. Call one 800-848-1290 that's 1-800-848-1290 or email inquiries at arkansas-personal-injury.com our law offices are centrally located at 212 center street in little rock that's the law offices of james f swindoll personal injury and products liability attorneys serving arkansas since 1977 Hello to quality time at Marco's. Hello to the best part of the day and to making someone else's. Say hello to late nights and to the best night ever. These are the primo moments and they call for Italian quality pizza. Dough made from scratch every day. Sauce with a history in the making from the original Giamarco recipe. Say hello to an authentic favorite. Every store, every day. 
the Italian way. Hello, Primo. It's time. Many of us can no longer afford to stay at home. We have to go back to work. We need the PPE, protective personal equipment, to keep us safe from coronavirus. Habibis is very, very pleased to say that they've been able to acquire some face shields, face masks, hand sanitizers, digital thermometers for checking the temperature at the forehead, of course, gloves to protect you since you've got to go back. Please get your emergency supply today. Don't be caught with tissue paper mask and thin gloves that will expose you to the coronavirus. Check out our websites. We have two websites. One is GoHHM or Habibi's Home Medical dot com or habibismedical.com. There you can find all of these products with listed prices. You can order directly online and pick up at the store if you like, or we ship all across the state and around the world. I'm Rizal Aaron. We invite you to join us for the Power of Justice broadcast every Tuesday and Thursday from 11 a.m. till 12 noon right here at JoyNet Radio Studios where we talk about issues concerning civil rights, human rights, social justice, and all of the areas that impact civil rights and human rights in Arkansas, but also across the country. Tell a neighbor, tell a friend every Tuesday and Thursday right here at JoyNet Radio, beautiful downtown Little Rock, Arkansas. We look forward to seeing you. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Rock's answer to your aggravation. The views and opinions expressed today on Black Focus Radio are not the views and opinions of the station, its management, or its advertisers. Now, let's get ready to focus on our issues, our solutions, using our voices on Black Focus Radio. Welcome to Black Focus, the show designed with our community in mind, where we focus on our issues, developing our solutions, using our voices. Central Arkansas, surrounding areas, and the nation. Get ready. Black Focus starts right now. Phone lines open at 855-525-5683. So here's your host, David W. Coleman and Robert Webb. All right, welcome back to the show. Black Focus Radio, our issues, our solutions, our voices. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with me if you want to join the show. Uh, Robert Webb is in the house with me today as well. Uh, We've got a lot of stuff to talk about to continue. Where We're going to go through some little stupid exercise that Robert made me do uh, in the break. We'll talk about that here in just a moment. Why you look a bit like that? Hang on, man. Let me turn on your mic. My exercise is stupid now. Oh no, not at all. I didn't. I didn't mean for it to sound that it was stupid. Like it was stupid. <sighs> oh, you should talk trash. Yo, that's but, what's up. That's what's uh, up. By the way, uh, here's some quick news for you. Uh, Are you trying now. to ignore me now? No, we're gonna do your little thing, okay? So oh, my little thing. Don't don't be mad. Don't get your little your little panties in a wad, okay? Oh, my little thing. All right. CDC data shows U.S. coronavirus infections much higher than reported. I believe that. I believe that. Sending your child to school yet? Yeah. Yeah. Y'all, y'all believe in Trump yet? And oh, yesterday, did you watch the press conference? Did you, did I didn't. You, you didn't watch it. Pre- By I the did. way, uh, I'll talk about that in a moment, but. 
Morehouse, Spelman, and Clark, Atlanta, cancel in-person instructions, uh, ship to digital learning for fall semester. There's a method to my madness. Just hang on here in just a moment. Two judges in lawsuit over Atlanta mask recuse themselves. Just a couple of stories. Oh, here's the other story. Have you ever heard of excited delirium? Mm-mm. I haven't. You've never heard of excited delirium? I have not. Is that how I feel when I come in the show with you every day? Uh, well, I could understand you getting that way because that's just <laughs> kind of the type of guy I am. Uh, but excited delirium, and this was posted in the Washington Post. Let me pull up this because this is called junk science, excited delirium. But you know who uses that as justification for their actions? Who? Who's that? I think it first reared its head uh, back in the early 90s. Okay. In the Rodney King case. All right, I'm with you. Excited delirium is supposedly what happens to police officers when they are chasing a suspect and he evades them and this is what causes their um, them to overreact okay. in arresting a suspect. Okay. Have you heard about this? No, tell it. Go ahead and give you, it to you've me. You've never heard of excited delirium. Let me. No, I have not heard of up. such foolishness. Okay. So, by the way, Sage Steele is a little upset. Who? Sage Steele. The, the sports lady? Mm-hmm. What's she upset about? You no, know, she ain't black. What's she upset about? You know, ESPN had their uh, Come to Jesus Black Folk moment. They did a show uh, about a week or so ago, and Sage wasn't invited to do the anchor. And clearly, people at ESPN, black folks, they ain't toting no water for Sage still. Oh. I'm serious. It's ugly. Ooh. You, have you been following with some of the stuff she's been doing? I haven't, because I ignore I, I ignore people who got that who do their own thing. Well, she's basically she's you could argue that she's a Trump Republican. Oh, really? She's basically anti-black. She's married to a white guy. She prefers to be called biracial as opposed to black. Uh, it goes on and on. It's been. It's but, been, you know, I get that whole I'd rather be called biracial than black because if she's just being called black, then it means that she negates, um, not negates, but she uh, dismisses her mother or whichever one of her parents is white. Question. You see Sage still on the street, what you going to call her? I'd say she was black. I rest my case. But no, Dave, I'm not saying you're wrong, bro. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I understand. I do understand. Here's the story. ESPN Sage Steele is said to be feeling some kind of way for being excluded from the recent special on the network aired about race. She claims she was blackballed by her black colleagues for not being an authentic voice for the culture. She lodged a complaint with the president of ESPN last month, noting her disappointment that she was not chosen for the network's June 24th special, Time to Change, We Won't Be Defeated. 
The special was billed as Exploring Black Athletes' Experience with Injustice and hosted by SportsCenter anchors L. Duncan, Michael Leaves, Jay Harris, and Maria Taylor. Now here's Tariq Nasheed. This I love this. Why in the hell would anyone take Sage Steel seriously on any issues pertaining to the black society? That woman goes out of her way to refer to herself as biracial and not black every chance she gets. And he's right. Now, I understand what you're saying, but she goes out of her way to let people know that she ain't, she ain't walking the black line. She was against Colin Kaepernick. Now, here's the irony from her perspective is that you dog black folks out and now you want to come and be on a special to talk about black folks? You should have. You should she, get black. She should know. You should darken yourself up. Well, but not only that, she should know that that dog ain't going to hunt with black folks. That dog dead. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that dog dead. She, man, this has been going on for quite some time. I've been, I, when I, when I remember when she first got on the show, and I was thrilled, gorgeous, you know, articulate, intelligent, all of those things, new sports. And then all of this dribble started coming out of her head. And I'm like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. No, not Sage. Mm-hmm. And I was on the air in, in in Nashville, and even my co-host, who was white, he said he came to me one morning and said, what's up with your girl, Sage? She crazy. You see what I'm saying? Here's yeah. a white guy coming I'm, to me saying, often, this girl is nuts. I'm often amazed when black folks do things that, that are less than flattering in relations to black folks. And then they're offended when black folks don't want them to be a part of conversations that's about black folks. That's the point of me bringing this up. It, 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 that exactly. baffles my mind. She's that's so why, upset. That's why I'm so confused when you get upset, Dave. You don't like black people, but here we are. We still had these conversations with you. You just hate black people. But I don't have a choice. I can't kick you off the show because you're my homie. You're my homie. She thanks Rob. <laughs> no, but you get my point though, right? Right. People get upset right. when you you have disassociated yourself from black folks. Right. And then all of a sudden you go, you know what? This ain't fair that they disassociate me. Well, you've been doing the same thing to us. Here's another twi- Twitter. I mean, they tore up on black Twitter, too. They should. You know, are you talking about this sage still? Is this the same person who feels like her black colleagues don't rock with her? Would you blame them for having an all skin folk ain't kin folk? way of dealing with her. And what is that underneath? What are those? Where she say still defends decision not to sign Colin Kaepernick. Say still has no sympathy for ESPN colleague. I mean What? This is the kind of stuff that she's been doing for quite some time. Uh it probably was a wise decision to leave Say Still out of the discussion. That would be like adding Jason Whitlock. Damn. Well, you know this what? Is, see, this, you know what? Saying, this is how this is the, her black colleagues feel about her. You can't let the house and you can't let the house Negroes come out with the field Negroes, because when you do, you know what happened, right? They Man. get that ass whooped. You Man. can't let them come outside. <laughs> you gotta keep and she them in the house. Skinned it too. She light skinned. She light skinned. Like like skinned it. Light skinned it. She light skinned. You know. But this so. is the thing. How do you? Be, how can you be upset about that? You can't be upset about that. You can't be. You just can't be. She is. She ain't got a right to be. 
She, but see, she don't. She see, ain't got a right to but be. But see, this is a classic case of a black woman who wants to be black when it's convenient. Everybody wants to be black when it's convenient. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Everybody wants to be black a- exactly. when it's convenient. So this is a case of what, what she's doing is that she stand on the opposite opposite end when black issues come to, to bear. But then when it's convenient for her to be black, you know, I agree with you. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging her white parent. Right. But, but you can't be white all the time and then, oh, well, I look black, so I can jump in on the black issue this time around. Yeah. That's what she's trying to do. She wants to be able to flip-flop. And that's why she's getting her ass raked across the coals. And she needs and it raked across it. the coals. So I don't know if you remember, man. We need to talk about this real quick. So the board last night again, they uh, decided not to uh, even uh, discuss Director Richardson's ordinance that they put a resolution out that nobody get evicted from their home. Yeah, man. I saw that. That was pretty interesting. So let me tell you. Let me tell you this. Did you expect them to do otherwise? Yeah, because it's it's a it's a resolution, so it carries no weight. Did you expect them to do otherwise? Honestly, I did. I honestly expected expected Why? him to support it because he he did a resolution in two thousand two thousand. I want to say two thousand eight, two thousand nine. A resolution that doing the foreclosures that um, nobody be foreclosed from their home. Right? It, it couldn't be. It couldn't be enforced. You're in real estate, right? Yeah. It couldn't be enforced. But, but you it, want someone to impose that on your business. But you, but it couldn't be enforced, Dave. It, even it's the, symbolic. It's symbolic, Dave. It, even symbolically, do you want... But the board does all kind of symbolic stuff. Okay. Uh, I'm Confederate talk- Boulevard, changing the name of Springer I'm, Boulevard. I'm talking to you about business. Because they do. how many of those people on the board probably are... Land, uh, uh, are probably are, all of them. Own property, with the exception that might well, be, all of them that might be renting property to people. All of them, probably. I rest my case. But again, it's symbolic, that Dave. It's symbolic. Don't matter. It's a resolution. It's not like it's an ordinance. An ordinance, it would have some teeth. Resolution mm. has no teeth. So, th- so they're looking at it like this: pennies make dollars. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but Dave, it still has no teeth. Pennies, it doesn't matter. Pennies make dollars. Okay, Dave. So what's the next step? So we passed this resolution. Now me as an elected official is on the hook. All right? So someone's running against me. LeRon McAdoo is running for District 9. Okay. And he comes out and says, I'm for, 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 for holding off rent, rent cessation until we can get out of this pandemic. Okay. What about my opponent that's running in that position? Okay. Well, they were at one point. Now, all of a sudden, when we need them to vote on this issue, they're not for it. Okay. They're a hypocrite. Vote for me. I'll set you free. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You get my point. I'm with you. But I think I think it should have I think they should have given a, at least a discussion. Not only that, so Hendricks and Hendricks and Richardson, it. exactly. Hendricks and Richardson are over one hundred when it comes to introducing resolutions that would be productive for to their communities. They're over one hundred. Are they really over one hundred? Damn near. They're probably more than that. Okay, so here's see here's what make a great campaign article. Okay. Against them. Okay. Why don't you find out what the real statistics are, and then, and then. Then those people who are running against those 
those ward members, I mean, those board members, mm -hmm. that's campaign fodder for them. Because that's, if, if, if that number is that astronomical, that clearly suggests that something's going on. Are you telling me that all the time that Hendricks and Richardson has been on that board, that they've never gotten a resolution passed? Never. Or an ordinance. Man, so y'all don't know how to run campaigns. Because I'd be, I'd be beating them over the head with it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not disagreeing you with you. You see what I'm saying? I'm not disagreeing with I'd you. But Dave, again, I'm not in politics anymore. I just do a radio show every day. So here we go. Let's get this done. Okay. So, Dave, let me tell you, let Dave. Let me make sure I got all my news done. Yeah, Dave, get all your news done. By the way, uh, Harriet Tubman's relative says, if not for her, if not for her, Kanye would be on a plantation. Yep, she freed the slaves. That's, that's, all right, let's go, Dave. Relatives, you know. Let's go, Dave. Uh, by the way, I did say U.S. coronavirus infections up 13 times higher than initially reported. Yeah, you did say that, Dave. Oh, oh, wow. Are you really trying to dodge this? No, you no, really are trying no, to dodge this. Not. One other thing. Have you seen Everett Young? This is this was posted by Cliff. Uh, look at his Facebook page. Oh, you got a South Carolina Confederate flag. What's wrong with that? Well, that's uh, the, that's what it is. But guess where Everett works? Where? Take a guess. I don't know. The Faulkner County Sheriff's Office. Not surprised by that. I wasn't either when I saw where he worked. Not surprised by it at all. But um, I don't think he should be working for the Faulkner County Sheriff's Department. They ain't going to fire him. But, uh, the chief is probably that bad, too. But anyway. Chief's probably Grand Wizard. You ever seen one of those? Yeah, I have. Lawn jockeys? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some of those. Uh, you know what he does? I've seen it with black people at their – I've seen black folks have them in their yards. You know what they represent? No. Really? No, I don't. No, do I, I care. I was always going to use. I was always. No. I almost no, used this as a black fact. Don't today. do that, Dave. Come on. I don't. Really no, need, I don't want to no. know. What do you think they represent? <sighs> you make me sick when you do that. Come on. No, no. I'm not having this conversation about lawn jockeys. What do you think they represent? I'm, I'm, I'm not having the conversation. I don't okay. like lawn jockeys. Uh, why? I don't like them, Dave. No, I don't want to discuss them because you know why I don't. No, I'm just serious. I mean, why one, do you? Why do you want to discuss didn't it, one Dave? Chase you or something? <laughs> Because them little suckers can run, man. You got issues, oh, bro. <laughs> Lord. You got that's, issues, that's man. The black ones. Woo, you got Lord. issues, man. The ones with the short song. You got issues. But, no, I'm serious, though. I, I, I'm, I'm going to make this point. Cause, Go ahead, make your you point. Because you don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Tell because me, Because a lot of people. I don't want to know, Dave. A lot of people don't Dave, know. Dave, I don't want to know. Do you know what the. What do you. Let me, let me ask you again. What do you think? You're going to force for? me. You know what? I can never win this battle. Come if on, I say I know, then you still tell me. If I say I don't know, you what still tell me. What do you think they're for? I think they're there to, um, to, to help horses. To help horses? Uh-huh. Help horses do what? Help horses find their way home. I'm confused. Okay, just tell me then. <laughs> <laughs> Will you come on, man? Just tell me what a lawn jockey is. What's a lawn jockey? You know what people used to call them? Uh uh. Little black sambos. Uh huh. Okay. You know that? Yeah. Now, a lot of people didn't realize. Why are you telling me this? Really? Why are you telling me? Because you really need to know. I don't want to know. I, okay, go ahead. Okay. Will you give me a. Okay, do this. How much money you got in your pocket? Right now? Six cents. 
Six cent. You yeah. got so you got. Okay, let me have the six cent. <laughs> it's worth more than six cent because you don't know. Nor do I want to know. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You do. I don't. Okay, Dave, that's I don't. Why, that's why I want the Dave, six I don't. cent because uh uh-uh. uh if if after I tell you what they are for, I don't. I'm gonna either put the six cent in my pocket. Well, I'm going to give it back to you. I don't. So if I put it in my pocket, that means that you learned something that you did not know. <sighs> I doubt if I'm going to learn anything from this, Dave. Go ahead, Dave. Tell me about Little Black Sambo. You want child? See, when I was growing up, <clears throat> you know, my mom then referenced them as that Little Black Sambo as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. And they were supposedly racist images. I remember when we used to go out to mom l on highway 10 there was a house that always had it and that rem- i always knew how far we had to go because you would see that little image and then throughout various neighborhoods you would see those lawn jockeys as well when i was a kid when i was becoming independent so to speak i would actually vandalize those little lawn jockeys because of the negative image that had been told to me about them. I'm assuming you got those same stories. Mm-hmm. But what if I told you that the lawn jockey's history has been much distorted? Listen to this. And by the way, the thing about the horses that you you said, mm-hmm. there were some people back when they did have horses would tie off their horses to the lawn jockey so mm-hmm. the horse wouldn't run away. Mm-hmm. But here's today's mm-hmm. history lesson. These days, people don't know the real meaning behind these statues, so they vandalize them and think of them as racist. The history of the black footman with the lantern is the exact opposite. Its meaning signified that the home was a stop on the Underground Railroad. I knew that. Okay. Okay. These were largely a northern thing and were commonly sound in the south until World War II when northerners moved there and brought this custom with them. The clothing and the statue was also coated. A striped jockey's shirt meant that this was the place to swap horses, while a footman in a trailed coat meant overnight lodging and or food, and a blue sailor's waistcoat meant the homeowner could take you to a port or get you on a ship to Canada. Later, these came back into popularity after World War II, and they were again coded, mostly to show that the white homeowner supported early civil rights efforts and were not clans members, etc. These statues are something we should be proud of because they led a lot of people to freedom. Oh, okay, Dave. I knew that already. But okay, that's why you wanted me to so hear that. So why were you so being <laughs> so negative about it? Because I didn't want to hear it again. Because I, I truly don't believe that. Okay. Alright. Moving right along, player. I don't believe water is wet either. Oh, but black Sam- oh, black Sambo. He led folks to freedom. It's the same thing that they say about Uncle Tom 
in Harriet Beecher Stowe's Uncle Tom's Cabin. Many people will refer to black people who betray the movement as an Uncle Tom when it wasn't actually Uncle Tom. It was actually, guess who? Sambo. Hello? You're talking to a history person here. Uncle Tom refused to beat black women in, this, in that story, and it, he subsequently ended up getting beaten himself. But it was Sambo who was the guy who was committing all of the treachery. Sometimes it's hard to soar with eagles when you work with turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> you wait till we get up there. I'm going to cuss you out. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, by the way, Incentive. President Gabe just laying Maxwell a shout out. That's why I asked you about the speech. You know who she is? I don't. So you know uh, Epstein, the guy who was. Yeah. Oh, the girl that he, yeah, his, uh, his beard. This was his accomplice. Yeah, his beard, yeah. In other words, she was the, she oftentimes was the person who would set up him with the young girls. Or she was, in a lot of cases, according to reports, she was the lady who, she would actually be in the room and comforting the young girl as he and his friends allegedly performed sex acts on these young girls, okay? So now she's been captured. By the way, she was captured with with $4 million and a cell phone that had some type of aluminum foiling over it. So they couldn't track her number, I guess. I don't know what that's all about. The other day it was reported that, that they had turned the cameras off in her cell so she could have some private time. And she gonna end up dead. Hear what I just said. She's going to end up dead. Okay. She's going to end up swinging. So yesterday in the press conference on coronavirus, the president gave her a shout out. As if because many people are saying that she has quite a few tapes of very powerful political men around the world performing sex with underage girls. She's going to end okay. up dead. You, you're going exactly where I'm headed. She's going okay. to be stanking in the cell somewhere. So he, I want to, I want to just, I want to make sure I give the correct quote because, because it's shocking that the president would dare to give a shout out to this he young He sends lady. well wishes. Okay. Uh, I wish her, I wish her well Whatever it is, ask about a case, and if he thinks she's going to turn in powerful men, Trump responded, I don't know. I haven't been following it too much. Now, remember, there are pictures of Trump and Jeffrey Epstein with young girls. Young girls. Okay. All I'm saying is, All and right. Trump has admitted already he likes them young. And he's not only that, that, he's admitted that if his daughter wasn't his daughter, he'd be with her. He'd have yeah. sex with her. Yeah. Okay. So let me let me just and we'll wrap this up. Okay. I don't know. I haven't been following it much. I just wish her well. I just wish her well. That's her destiny, right there. Uh, I met her numerous times 
over the years, especially since I lived in Palm Beach. And I'm adding my editorial comment because Jeffrey and I were dogs. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was my homie. He said, I guess they lived in Palm Beach. Yeah, he knew they did. All right. But I wish her well, whatever it is. So why would the president be throwing out well wishes? So is he saying to her that, hey, just keep your mouth shut. You see what I've been doing to all my other guys, Paul Manafort, all those guys. I've been getting them off. Keep your mouth shut. You're going to walk free. Makes sense. I don't think that's what I don't think that's what the case you think, is. See, I don't think they can kill her. Yeah, they can. Wait a minute, here's why. They killed Epstein. That's why they can't kill her. Yeah, they can kill her. In a real Who's gonna investigate it? I'm I'm just, Who's gonna investigate it? I think if Who's going to investigate it? I think if Who's going to investigate it? I think if, Who's going to investigate it? Well, I guess they Who's going to investigate it? The President of the United States has you killed. Who's going to investigate? It ain't gonna be the it ain't gonna be the uh, DOJ. It certainly ain't gonna be the Republican Party. No. Who's so who's going to investigate? You got Democrat you got a, another president, Bill Clinton. Right now, dog, everybody protecting themselves. She dead. She did it in Abraham Lincoln. She ain't even know it yet. She toast. You think so? Dude, really? So do you think she lives? Lives through Christmas, the New Year's. Hell, I'd be surprised she lived through the month. Well, she's been in in there almost a month now. Again, I'd be surprised if she live if she lived through the month. Well, I guarantee you this: this is the one thing I do know. If she really got some information, you don't. Once they find it, she did. Let me ask you something: Do you think she has some information? Of course she does. She'd be a fool not to. That's the point. She's got some information. If nothing else, she can corroborate stuff just by her being there and and lacing a story. Now, uh, the thing is, by her word, she could say, I saw this, 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 and this. Here's the other thing. You got to think there's where there's smoke, there's fire. Because Prince Andrew has already been impl- implicated in yeah. this. Have you seen? Man, I'm telling you. Go out and watch the Epstein story on Netflix. Dude, man, this dude owned an island just for sexcapades. And you know, Bill Clinton was one of those persons that was seen on the island. Now, he wasn't seen with young girls, but he was seen on the island. Prince Andrew, according to this document and this documentary, was actually seen on the beach with a 14-year-old girl, allegedly, Right. Topless. And he was later pictured with that same 14-year-old girl, which he initially said he didn't know anything or had never seen her before. I'm just saying, that's something to pay attention to going forward. That's Why is the president throwing out a shout-out in a press conference about COVID-19 to a child pedophile peddler? That's something to ask. All right. So, Robert, we've come to the moment in the show that we want to do your little experiment. So I'm ready and prepared. Robert. I'm here. Robert. 
<laughs> Mueller. Mueller. So, I'm ready and prepared. So, let's, what little experiment do you have for my great mind? Oh, we didn't talk about Tom Cotton. And we ain't. We're not. You, you don't think people need to know about what Tom Cotton said about him? No, it ain't. It ain't. It don't matter. Can, can I just give a little bit while you pulling up your data? Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Senator Tom Cotton compares Black Lives Matters protesters to whom? Take a guess. Robert, 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 Robert. I'm here. What do you want me to say? He compares Black Lives Matters to whom? Ku Klux Klan. Close. Black Panthers. Nah. Who? Confederate traitors. Damn. They stick. In, they they stay into their message though. They stay strong in their message though. I'm just saying. That's your boy Tom. All right, so I'm ready. And oh, by the way, remember that woman I told you about? That was. I'm gonna just let you listen to a little bit of this. I'm, I'm gonna let you listen to it. Okay. I need to do the math because that's what Christ would have did. It. It's not Christ like tonight to be fighting about that mask. That's not how you don't know Jesus. What? You wouldn't know Jesus if he was standing in front of you. You don't know Jesus because if you truly knew Jesus, you would know loving your neighbor is laying hands on them, praying for them for healing. That's what we do, and that's what Christians do. We believe in a supernatural power. That's what it means to be a Christian. It's not just about an image and rules you're supposed to follow to look like a Christian. No. I'm going to just put it on just to be safe. What is that all about? Them help us crazy. <laughs> These are the same two that were in New York spreading black paint over the Black Lives Matter mural that was painted on Trump Avenue and was claiming that you don't wear a mask. Their whole argument is that you don't wear a mask because Jesus is going to protect you. So it has come out late that they are being paid by, they are Trump sympathizers. And these women are straight up crazy. They got mad at JetBlue in the airport because JetBlue would not let them on the plane because you had to wear a mask. So these your sisters, Robert, and you really need to do something about them. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost embarrassing for them to keep sh- showing up like that. Also, uh, Brian Kemp, he's suing Keisha Lance Bottoms. Did you know that? Yeah. Hey, man, let's do, I'm done with that. Craziness. I'm waiting on you. Let's I, go, I, man. I'm waiting on you, man. I've got I got plenty of stories. Let's go, Black. I prepare. Let's for, go, Black. I prepare for it. Let's go, Black. Okay. Nobody can see that. I just gave you the I just gave you the peace sign. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you, can, you can have a piece of it too. <laughs> so when you when you are when people, 
you do not have to vote for a Democrat or a Republican. Come on, Dave. Get in the game, Dave. What am I supposed to say? In 2016, there were several candidates or several parties being represented. One party was a Libertarian Party where they had Gary Johnson and William Weld. And I actually voted for them because one's a Democrat and one's a Republican. And I thought that was interesting. I actually voted for them. And they actually got four million votes. Both of them white men. Both of them white men. One of, both of them rich. Probably. Yeah, they are. But hey, at least I voted. But you didn't vote for this. You didn't vote for the. Now the second ticket. I sure as hell didn't. Was Jill Stein and Green? Jill Stein with the Green Party, and she had a brother. What's what's his name? Ajamu Baraka. A bomb. A, yeah. What they say it. So wait a minute. Hang hang on. So you're up here touting this party. Which one? The Green Party? This Green Party. Okay. And you can't even say the, the vice president nominee's name. No, but I think people should people should weigh their options. Don't just vote for a Democrat no, no, or Republican. No, 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 no. We ain't we ain't talking about that right now. No, oh, so now you wanna now you want a I'm, Republican me now. You wanna take I, me off the subject. Okay, go ahead, I, please. I, I'm saying that you can't even say the man's name. Say his name. What Dave said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we move on. If he want to, he should have got a regular name. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh! <laughs> I, I see now. Oh, that's I you, man. See. No, that's you. Mm-hmm. So right then we had. And so the next party was Better for America Group and others, right? This party is the anti-Donald, anti-Donald Trump Better for America PAC. Um, recruited Evan. McMulty as a candidate for president he was on the ballot in 11 states and had write-in access in several others right and his running mate was a lady by the name of Mindy Flynn of DC but this is the thing you don't know about these candidates because we never we never scroll say there you go see that's what I'm talking about you trying to like you fall asleep? What? No, we never I'm, I'm scroll further. We never scroll further. I'm, we just I'm we just listening. think the only people we got to vote for are Republican or Democrat. Well, I have. And then we and then we got the and people say, well, they're not going to win. But you know what? When they when they had all these parties in these other countries, they didn't always win. But it took it took a build up. They had to get there. They had to reach out and find out which one of these uh, organizations best identify with them. So, and. You also had the Constitution Party, Daryl Castle. Uh, Daryl Castle was running for president, and the vice presidential nominee was Scott Bradley of Utah. But my point is, is there are several candidates. Don't think you only got to vote for a Republican or a Democrat. Then you got G- Gloria Lariva, multiple parties. Her vice president, she had she had two nominees. If she won, she was going to pick between Eugene um Per year, and Dennis Banks, a white dude and a black dude, one from D.C., one from Cali. Who else we got? Oh, we got another one here. Got another one here, Dave. The uh, American Delta and Reform Parties. Dave, oh, why yeah, you doing I, that? I've heard of them. Yeah, Rocky LaFontaine. Yeah, him. Didn't he? And did, Michael Steinberg. Did he like in some movies for boxing or something. <laughs> Yeah, you're not funny, man. You are not funny. What? I'm, a, I'm, I'm asking for our listeners. You had another cat named Richard Dunbar, who who was an independent. 
from Ohio. He didn't have a vice president. So how you gonna run? And you ain't even got a vice president. You got the uh, you got the legal legal marijuana now party. Dave Vocek from Minnesota. He didn't have a so vice president we, either. How we know that those people? All they want to do is get high. Well, the thing is, is what they're what they're more so doing is they're trying to they're trying to establish a party, kind of like the Democrat and Republicans. I don't know if you remember the Green Party, and the Green Party and the Libertarian Party. They kept trying to get people to run as candidates because they have to get a certain number to be recognized as a party in a state. Mm-hmm. So the thing is that if we decide, okay, let's take one of these parties and let's rally around one of these parties and let's make this party be our party where it, it, it shares our ideals, right? Then we can do the same thing. You got the you got you Chris. You want us to do that for this election coming up? I, I think we should do it for every election, not just this one. So here's what the Green Party should do. The who party? The green party, the blue party, the purple party, the polka dot party. You are uh, such, whatever you are party such a party pooper. Come. Well, whatever. Okay, I just need tissue. You got Workers World okay. Party. That, Monica Moorhead no, was the president. I she am, ran for president. I have made the argument for decades that we need more than two parties. Okay? But there has to be enough people who who agrees with that as well and are even at the socialist party and are willing they've been around for a while you get the nutrition party that are willing to put money where their mouth is you get the socialist equity party and challenge the republican and democratic party in a court of law because what has happened is that both of those parties have sold up the election process to the point where it's almost impossible for a third party, let alone a fourth, fifth, or sixth party, to run for president. That's got to be the first step, okay? Once that's resolved, then I think you'll start seeing more people, but I think they're going about it the wrong way, just simply saying, hey, I'm for the, I'm for the Who Shot John party, and y'all vote for me, I'll set you free. Why can't we just be for our party? Why can't we just be for the us party? You can, but you're not on the ballot. So why don't we create a party, Dave? No, sorry. Why don't we create a party? No, you're the politician. I'm, I'm why don't we create a party? I am interested in creating a black think tank, though. I've thought about that. All right, do the black think tank. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm going to create the party. I just, I just have one question. What? What black folks are you going to find to fund it? Well, that's part of the Yeah, that go the problem right there. Okay. There goes your black think tank. Well, see how see how negative you are. You're I'm just, not being negative, I'm just being realistic. You're just a negative Nancy. Yesterday you were all for the think tank. I'm today, for the think tank every day, all day. But here, here. How But about, again, you how go, you gonna fund it? How you gonna fund it? How you gonna pay your people? How you gonna do that? Mm, yeah. Exactly. Because black people Maybe. ain't gonna support it. See how see how negative you are. But do they what do they support? Name me something they supported that you remember in recent history. Oh, yeah, Housewives of Atlanta. I uh, know. Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Popeye's chicken sandwiches. They did, a, they did support those. That is correct. You wrong, man. You wrong. Wait a minute. What did you say? Huh? How you going to blame me when you just threw a shot, too? But they were, you're right. They don't support anything. That's why we don't get nothing. Yeah. And then you get mad, and then you want to go out and burn up burn up stuff and think that's going to help you get some. Dave, do you even like black people? Why do you keep saying negative stuff like this yeah, about black I'm folks? I'm just saying. And then talking about bringing down flags and monuments like that's going to help. 
What's that gonna do? What you you know they done knocked down quite a few monuments lately. What you get out of it? Was there a crock of gold under the statue? And Tracy, you need to tell me why you're done with me. I need to know. Are you done with me? Because I read off these other candidates. I don't know. I want. I want you to tell me. Tell me. Because I know you're listening. You're just ignoring my text right now. I didn't. I didn't know you too. Because you don't like black people. I love black people. I truly adore them. I love them. I love them more than. Uh, I love them more than high grits. You know what I mean? Love more than uh, high grits. I don't know about that because I like to get some shrimp and grits. Mm. No, sorry. Ooh, that reminds me. I've got some andouille sausage at home. Some andouille sausage? Andouille. What the hell is that? It's a Cajun sausage that you use in. Uh, hey, I'm gonna pray for you. Pray for you. Don't worry about it. I'm yeah, still going. I'm going to. Shrimp and grits. Shrimp and grits is the bomb. Well, shrimp and grits is good, but you know what I really love? So when I go to Waffle House, I have to put my shrimp and my eggs together. Oh, man. You're talking about amazing. Oh, man. You get shrimp at Waffle House? I mean, not shrimp, but I have to put my eggs and my grits and eggs together. I just have to mix it up all together. Then then crumble my bacon up in it with my pecan waffle. I think I need to go to Waffle House when I leave here. That's just amazing. Oh, my goodness. Well. Tell me some good eating. <laughs> Dude, what you, what you trying to say, man? I was just saying, you, you you ain't got to worry about running into Spotify, though. You funny. You funny. <laughs> you funny. Now, you know what? I should eat Chinese today. It's but been what a minute. Was, but what, what was the point of you going through this exercise? Because it's important that everybody understand. It's important for everybody to understand that Democrats and Republicans are not your only option. Find out who else is running. They're not. Look, none of them are your real option. So you have to pick your poison. Because none of them. But if you keep picking Democrats, man, if you keep picking Democrats, technically you're not even picking your poison. And there's no such thing as a lesser two evils. Evil is damn evil. Who who tells people that? That's stupid. Oh, it's the lesser two evils. Pick the lesser two evils. No such thing. If one is evil, the other one's evil too. What is one less evil than the other? So would not those other parties be evil? I think those other parties we can work with. How do you know? Have you have you looked to see what the Green Party stands for, the Libertarian Party? How do you know? Have don't, you looked to see what the Socialist Party re- stands for? I'm not. I'm, I'm, re- I'm Republican. Night. You like you no, Republican me? No, no. How do you know no. that those parties? The thing are is, any the thing is, is that because they're different, do you think they're any better? What are their platforms? What have they done for the overall uh, 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 functioning of society? Do we know that? It's that look on your face. You be, you be so proud. You be like, I got you. Checkmate. Well, no, you I'm did not get me. My point is, is we're constantly talking about Democrats and Republicans. Mm-hmm. And people act as though those are the only uh, two candidates on any presidential ballot. True. And it's just not true. True. You can find out early who's on the ballot and do your research. You ain't got to vote for one of them. You just choose to. But here's. Like Kanye said, them slaves had a choice. You voting slaves got a choice. You ain't got to vote for the Democrat or Republican. You can scroll down and find somebody else. 
Kanye Kanye cried in his press conference too. He cried. Man, I'm not I'm not gonna talk to you about Kanye. So what's wrong with Kanye? You 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 went down that whole list of all those other well, you don't like the black man running? What's that? The black man can't start his own political campaign? Is that what you're saying? You mean own political party? Uh, his own political party? You 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 went down that whole list of all them white parties and they had the black man on the Green Party, but he couldn't be president. Why did, Why does Jill Stein have to be president? And, and why couldn't uh, uh, Jamu Baraka be be the president? But now when Kanye come out and talk about running, you won't try to make fun of him because he crying at his, his press conference and making all kinds of crazy comments about Harriet Tubman. So what's the difference? Okay, hold on for me to tell you. And by the way, he said that he was crying because Kim Kardashian wants to commit him to an. Uh, Will you stop, man? He, I'm serious. That's why he was crying. Okay, so currently in Arkansas, we only have three parties: mm-hmm. the Democratic Party of Arkansas, the Libertarian Party of Arkansas, and the Republican Party of Arkansas. Those are only three that we have. Okay, the party platform of the Libertarian Party very simple. Their pre their, their statement of principle. Let's let's get to. Okay, so their uh, their platform: personal liberty. Individuals should be free to make choices for themselves and must accept responsibility for the consequences of the of the choices they make. Our support of an hey, individual's right to make choices in life does not mean that we necessarily approve or disapprove of those choices. No individual group or government may initiate force against any other individual group or government. Self-ownership, individuals own their bodies and have rights over them that other individuals, groups, and governments may not violate. Individuals have the freedom and responsibility to decide what they knowingly and voluntarily consume and what risks they accept (laughs) to their own health, finances, safety, or life. Uh... Expression and communication. We support full freedom of expression and oppose government censorship. Regulation of control of uh, community media and technology. We favor the freedom to engage in or abstain from any religious activity that do not violate the rights of others. We oppose government actions which either aid or attack any religion. Privacy. Personal relationships. Abortion, paternal rights, criminal oh, criminal justice. Here we go. Is that is that uh, Kanye's platform? No, this is the Libertarian Party's platform. Okay. The prescribed role of government is to protect the rights of every individual, including the right to life, liberty, and property. Criminal yeah. laws should be limited in their application to violations of the rights of others through force or fraud, or to or to deliberate or to deliberate actions that place others involuntarily at significant risk of harm. Therefore, we favor the repeal of all laws created created crimes without victims, such as the use of drugs for medical or medicinal or recreational purposes. We support uh, restitution to victims to the fullest degree possible. Are you at in the, the libertarian party? Of the criminal or negligent wrongdoing? What What do you want, Dave? Are you in the libertarian party? Economic liberty, Robert. Property and contact. What environment? 
Are energy you, and resources, government financing and spending. No, but I'm saying okay. you ain't got to be part of the damn Democratic or the okay. Republican Party okay. if you choose okay. not to. Okay. There okay. are okay. other okay. parties. Okay. okay, okay, okay. I understand that. No, you don't. Okay, but let me ask you a question. If you believe that, why aren't you Robert Webby Webby Webb in the Libertarian Party? Do what? Why aren't you in the in that party? I'm an independent. I'm not in any party because I haven't okay. found a party that the best best okay. identifies with the issues that impact me and my community. So here we go, Dave. Okay. No this more. is how you quit. This is how you create a party in Arkansas. Uh, don't want don't want to do it. I'm not doing that. I don't care. Why? Let someone else do it. I'm Why not, don't you want to create a party in Arkansas? I'm not trying to create no. Party you don't love black Arkansas. people. Look, I ain't doing none of that. You don't like black people? Look, I don't live around black people no, to, to know that you can stick your neck out for them, and when you draw it back, you'll be headless. Dave Coleman. I'm just saying. When I get some people that are serious about being y'all, serious. Y'all, please forgive Dave. Okay. Y'all, please forgive Dave. When I get some people who serious Please forgive about him. He blasts me, black folks. Please forgive me. He know not what he say. Let me ask you something. Why aren't you an advocate again? That has nothing to do with black people, oh, it Dave. Does. <laughs> it does not. It, it oh, does really? not. Now, people it does not. see your face. They'd question it does not have anything to do with black people. It's accurate. It doesn't have anything to do with really? black people. Why, no. Why, why, what, what does it have to do with Mr. White? White people. Oh, really? Yep. You're golfing buddies? Nope. Oh, they, they're not golfing with you? No. Okay. has to do with you, Dave. Don't have nothing to do with me. You just don't want to admit it. Admit what? It has to do with you. Okay. It has to do with me now what? I'm just, I'm, I'm just asking, man. No, I'm serious, Dave. It has to do with you, man. You know, uh, I'm just asking a question because if you believe in that party, I mean, I'm an independent as well, but see, my thing is I'm not trying to go and join anybody's party. I think black people need to be independent. Don't join We need to create a party. party. We need to create the black no, party. And the issues be about issues that are important to us. Well, that's my point. You can be an independent and do that. You can do, you can be in that's what I do that's what I've been doing for the last twenty five years when I decided hell no I don't want to be a Republican I'm uh, and I'm and I'm not a Democrat so what you have to decide is hey this is what I'm going to vote for this is how I'm going what is what I'm going to support and it has to be in my opinion sort of like a one mind thing I you know certainly I can go to Robin and say Rob you got to support this but. Black people ought to be able to just come together and know what's good for black people. Just like that lady that's doing all that screaming, that ain't good for black people. Come on, man. Come on. But we all we can't say what's good for black people and what's not good right, for black so people. We don't need a think tank then. We don't we don't need to have this show anymore. We we don't need to we don't need to even talk about what happened to oh, us God. in the sixties then. If we can't oh, if we can't say what's good for black people why well, the, show? the thing you're saying is that the lady screaming is not good for black people. I, that was not. We don't have any context to her, her rant. We don't have any context to it. Did she look belligerent? Of course she did, because we have no context. And so I bet if people went back and played some of our shows, they think we were belligerent without context. Nah, we're never belligerent. Well, some might disagree with us. Well, 
That's their opinion. I agree. I'm never belligerent. I'm not saying you aren't, but I'm saying I'm never belligerent. But I bet if people go back and listen to our show, they'll be saying to themselves, damn, them guys sound belligerent. Oh, quickly before we get out of here. Uh, I don't mean to, but I've been kind of following the story. Did you hear about the story over the weekend about the three guys who went fishing uh, and and they were found murdered? And one of the guys prior to him dying was was able to call his dad. Now, they haven't said whether or not they're black or white, but just based on their names, I could be wrong, but I got a feeling they're black. Wow. They just found the people who killed them. They were white? Yes. Was one of them named Ajabi? Why are you looking at me like that? I ask a question. Why are you laughing? Why are you? Why do you, we're talking about some dead boys and you're laughing? Oh, before I forget, man, I want to give a shout out to the Ellison family, Joe and Spencer Ellison. They lost their they lost their stepfather um, last week, I think. So I want to give a shout out to them. Joe's a Little Rock police officer. Show him some love. A hey, peace and love to you and your family, bro. All right, go ahead. Oh, uh, let's see, Tim Shank. One of them was shot nine or ten times. This, this is this is a story that's just breaking. So uh, I thought that was peculiar. I mean, they had went fishing late night and ended up dead. So, so see what happens when you go fishing, Dave. Mm. Look what you anyway, got to look forward to. I, I, I'll, I'll follow up. Look on what that you story. got to look forward to. Now, that's why I always carry my knife and my piece. You ain't carrying enough. That means I'm gonna get. You something need to start toting a rocket launcher. Well, if I could, I would. But interesting, interesting story. Uh, thanks for uh, sharing that with me, Clarence. By the way, Clarence listens in uh, Orlando, Florida. Excuse me. Yeah, appreciate you, Clarence. Anyway. All right. We got to get out of here. Hope you all enjoyed the show. And I, I apologize for Robert bringing up that Libertarian Party crap. Be an independent be of independent mind and thought. Yeah, that's why you get nothing. Okay, don't don't let these people lead you. Lead yourself. Go start your own church because you can do it better than everybody else. Don't listen to that preacher. He don't know the word the way you do because you've been touched. You've been you you you've been touched only the way you can be touched. I think y'all need some more damn Carter G. Woodson. You ain't funny. We're waiting. Robert. Yeah, I'm here. Robert. Yeah, I'm here. Robert. Bueller. Bueller. The African American will not advance far if they continue to waste their energy abusing those who misdirect and exploit them. The exploiters are the race of the race are not so much at at fault as the race itself. If African Americans persist in permitting themselves to be handled in this fashion, they will always find someone. I lost my place. They will always find someone at hand to impose upon them. The matter is one which rests largely with the African American themselves. The race will free itself from exploiters just as soon as it decides to do so. 
No one else can accomplish this task for the race. It must plain do it for itself. That's my man, Carter G. Woodson. James Baldwin. Not everything that is faced can be changed, and nothing can be changed until it's faced. It is certain, in any case, that ignorance allied with power is most ferocious enemy justice can have. To be a Negro in this country, and to be relatively conscious, is to be enraged almost all the time. James Baldwin. Hey, y'all. Spend money in your own neighborhoods. If you don't, nobody else will. Hey, peace and love, black folk. You've been listening to Black Focus, where we discuss our issues with our solutions and our voices. Join us every weekday afternoon at 1 p.m. on JoinetRadio.com.